Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Why is Praise and Worship So Important? Let's pray. Father, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving. So thankful that you're a good God, that your mercies are new every day. Father, we come ready to receive what you have for us today. And Father, we we plan to put to use what we've learned and to be a doer of your word. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, today we're going to talk about the importance of praise and worship, which is something that our flesh doesn't want to do. Let's start today in Acts 16, verses 23 through 26 in the Amplified Bible. After striking them many times with rods, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to guard them securely. Folks, first, Paul and Silas were unjustly thrown into prison. If that had been one of us, you think we may have been tempted to say, Why me, God? I was doing what you told me to do. This isn't fair. Strike them all with lightning and kill them all, etc., etc. Verse 24, He, having received such a strict command, threw them into the inner prison, the dungeon, and fastened their feet in the stocks in an agonizing position. Friends, they weren't in a jail or prison with a weight room and ESPN. They were in the dungeon with their feet in stocks in an agonizing position. It would have been easy to complain about their situation. Verse 25, But about midnight when Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God and the prisoners were listening to them. Folks, at midnight after a long, difficult day in an agonizing position, Paul and Silas chose to pray and sing hymns of praise to God. What an example for us today. So what happened to Paul and Silas? Verse 26, Suddenly there was a great earthquake so powerful that the very foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. So, friends, praise and worship activates the power of God in your situation. For Paul and Silas, it was a great earthquake that shook the foundations of the prison, and all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were unfastened. That was no ordinary miracle, if there were such a thing. This was a great miracle after a great time of praise and worship and prayer from Paul and Silas. When their flesh didn't feel like it, the Holy Spirit just reminded me to say that when your flesh doesn't want to do something and is fighting you hard, those are the most important times to obey God and praise and worship and pray and read your Bible and attend church. Folks, When we most feel like skipping church is the most important time for us to be there. The Bible says don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. That is going to church, folks. Psalm 100 verse 4 in the Amplified. Enter his gates with a song of thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him. Bless and praise his name. My friends, I love this verse. It is so powerful. Let's break this verse down. 
First, it says to enter his gates with a song of thanksgiving. Think about that. A song of thanksgiving allows us to enter his gates. Now envision God's home. I don't think his gates are 10 feet away from the front door. But we get into God's gates, a closer presence with a song of thanksgiving. Our focus is so important. Being a good finder, not a bad finder. Thanking God for our many, many blessings. The next part of this verse says, And into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him. Bless and praise his name. So we get into a close presence with God with singing praise to his name and being thankful. Folks, a lot of people are yelling at God from outside the gates and complaining about this and that instead of being thankful and singing praise to his holy name. So if you ever find yourself singing the old hee-haw song about gloom, despair, and agony, stop and start the praise cure. Praise the God who gave us all breath. Psalm 22, 3 in the, in the King James Version. But thou art holy, O thou that habitest the praises of Israel. Folks, God inhabits. He dwells in the presence of praise from his people. His presence and power are there. Now Isaiah 61, 3 in the Amplified Bible to grant to those who mourn in Zion the following, to give them a turban instead of dust on their heads, a sign of mourning, the oil of joy instead of mourning. My friends, God gave us joy, but we have to accept it by faith. The garment expressive of praise instead of a disheartened spirit. So they be called the trees of righteousness, strong and magnificent, distinguished for integrity, justice, and right standing with God, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. Folks, when we obey and accept the oil of joy and put on the garment of praise, then God is glorified. He wants his children to choose happiness and thankfulness. Now let's read Isaiah 61, 3 in the New King James. 3. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Let's read that part again. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. You see, folks, we put on a garment. At least I'm assuming that most of my listeners are now dressing themselves. A little attempt at humor there, folks. But seriously, we put on the garment of praise. When we're feeling down, we need to choose to put on the garment of praise. This reminds me of driving down the Lloyd Expressway a few years ago. Well, our expressway is really not what it sounds like. In our town, they put lots of stoplights on the expressway. So it's easy in the natural to lose your joy when you hit every light. Anyhow, one day I was driving down the expressway with this heaviness and gloom. Nothing had happened in particular, but the devil was trying to give me a package of gloom and despairs. Now, instead of singing the hee-haw song, I started to sing an old song which has the wording like this. This is the day 
This is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Folks, after singing a few verses of that song, that heaviness left me and joy came in. Well, how often should we praise and worship the Lord? Let's read Psalm 34, 1 in the Amplified. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So, folks, we should bless the Lord at all times, and praise shall continually be in our mouth. Hebrews 13, 15 in the Amplified. The title of this passage is God-Pleasing Sacrifices. My friends, if the only benefit of praising and worshiping God was that it pleases God, it would be worth it. He so loved the world that he sent Jesus to die on a cross for us. We just need to learn to make our flesh be quiet and yield to our spirit man. And if we are born again, our spirit man wants to praise and worship the Lord. Now let's read Hebrews 13, 15. Through him, therefore, let us at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. You see, folks, it is a sacrifice of praise because our flesh doesn't want to do it. But we're called at all times to offer up to God a sacrifice of praise with our lips, not just thinking of praise, speaking the praise to acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful, Father. We choose to give you praise, Father. We get, choose to honor you, Father, to praise and worship you regularly, that praise be continually on our lips. We repent when we haven't done that in the past, Lord, and choose to walk in that way in the future. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we love you all. You can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.